And now I have guitar and I have guitar hero vision now. Oh, that was bad. Do you know what guitar hero vision is? It's when you scroll so much so quickly mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. when you stop, when you pause the scrolling, your eyes still go. I get that from a car mostly. Midnight Snack, the secret podcast you eat at night. I'm Kyle. I'm Kenny. You're a little slow today. You have everything good? You all right? I'm just enunciating. It's nice. Unique New York. All the way over in the Big Apple. Big apples (laughs) for your midnight snack. Apples would probably make a good good snack, right? At night? Nah, like apple pie. (sighs) Like a hot apple pie? Like a McDonald's apple pie. Like a McDonald's hot apple pie. Oh. Do they sell that anymore? Is that a thing still? It has to be. Oh, I have to confess something. I did not get mini tacos. Why not? Why have Uh, you not? Because I was stuck at home all week. So that sounds like the perfect opportunity to get uh, Uber Eats. (laughs) Is it? Can you you make that a, a verb? Uber Eats. Your Eats. mini tacos, yeah. Of <laughs> the past uh, tense of <laughs> to Uber to Uber eat something <laughs> because I, because Uber to Uber is a verb, but right. to Uber eat, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you Uber ate it. Uh, <laughs> there it is. You got it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's too bad. When it uh, is that It'll on be our this list? It'll be or, this week. Okay, uh, you're gonna do it this week. Definitely, definitely this week. Um, well, a follow up from last time then for me, I saw the fry container and it's big. It's real big. Uh-huh. It's, it was slung across the, the whole backside of, of someone. And this, I is, gotta, this is the, uh, this is the millennium Falcon. Correct. Yeah, I guess, I guess if you haven't listened to episode two, go back, go listen to that. Uh, most of the episodes going forward will likely have some sort of reference to the previous episode. So right. there's real, there's really no better place to jump on board except uh, maybe episode one. So, I mean, if you're going to say the Fry Carrier. Yeah. You might as well call it the Millennium Falcon. I guess so. You could call all of them the Millennium Falcon. So you saw Falcon. You saw it in, you the, in Falcon? the wild. Hold on. Stop the stop the the tape here. Falcon or Falcon? See, Han Solo or Harrison Ford says Falcon, which is uh, I th- I think that's how he heard like the British crew saying it. Sure, but it's Falcon. Like Americans say Falcon. So I, I think I think this is another test for for the internet, uh, how to pronounce. Because they speak, whatever common or whatever it is for Star Wars, I would I would expect it to be much like the bird Falcon, unless it's Vulcan and it's really a merging of just the two nerd universes all into one. Yeah, that's a possibility. Either way, I saw the fry carrier. And got a big old bruise on my arm now 
because I may or may not have been taking photos of another human being in public without them knowing. And Carolyn didn't like that. So uh, that, 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 that didn't go over very well. Uh, Falcon. Okay. Well, let's see here. Let's see what, what the internet says. Here it comes. Falcon or Falcon. Okay. Wrong! <laughs> what? www.emmasaying.com You can't choose... Mm, it's not an or. So you are on the, the falcon. Falcon or falcon. I feel like you're just slurring your words if you say falcon. Yeah. Falcon. Yeah. Or you have yes. a cold or you're drunk. Or you're Michael Caine. Um... <laughs> Okay, yeah. Wait, but but sorry, sorry to roll back. Uh, so so your wife, uh, Carolyn, punched she you got, in the arm so hard at me, that she yeah. bruised you. Uh, well, you know, uh, it was mostly like, I, hey, stop doing that here in this public place. Um, taking a picture of someone's uh, slung over their side Millennium Falcon fry holder. Yeah, I was but I just, gotta say, if you're wearing that outside of Disneyland, you're kind of asking for pictures, right? You're wearing it as a statement. You're yeah. not wearing it to stay incommunicado. It right? was not, and I'm not looking to to sell it. I, it was really just to send it to you because I knew we had to talk about it in this episode. And now, now that I'm thinking back on this, I feel kind of bad about it. I probably shouldn't have, right? Well, like, at least she didn't go up to the person and go, hey, 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 my husband, he's taking photos of you without asking you. Look at that. How Look how, look how bad that is. Well, Want to punch him too? Yeah. <laughs> yes, that would be appropriate, probably. Right. But and then you uh, go, no, 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 no. I, I'm just taking a photo just for one person, specifically one person. I could have taken the the Falcon, the Falcon, the Freiken itself. Uh, Millennium Freiken should have been definitely the <sighs> name of it. Yeah, that's Darn. we we finally got there, but took got a little it. while. Hey, what I wanted to talk about though today uh, was. We're look, we're a month in now to 2020 mm-hmm. and we need to we need to really kind of plan for the future. What is the what are the uh, other 11 twelfths of the year going to have in store for us in the world of food? And I've got from house and home, a food trends website, a taste of 2020. Here are their top 10 predictions and standout recipes for the year ahead. I'm not going to read the recipes because that's boring. But what I will say is uh, they've got one through ten, and we're going to go through each one briefly okay. and see how we feel about it. Hot, warm, Luke, Skywalker. We'll, we'll, we'll find a way to feel a certain way about all ten of these. Okay. Number one, Beyond the Bird. This is chickenless chicken. Okay, so this is the... Uh, KFC green bucket. Yeah, KFC's doing this. Who else is? Do we talked about the the not pork pork last time? Right. Uh, Impossible is also doing their own thing with the Probably beef. beyond meat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. This yep, is yep, this yep. is basically beyond chicken. It's 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 just not chicken, but it's supposed I, to taste like chicken. I mean, it could be a trend, sure. I just don't think it's ready. Not ready for prime time. I don't know. I, and then again, I could have said that last year about the Impossible Burger, and then then I ate it at Burger King. 
I think it will <laughs> that's still. A, that's as mainstream as you can get at that point. I guess. I, I think it'll stay pretty small. Like not all fast food companies will adopt it in the next year, but I know that it'll become a staple at least at a few. Whether it's Kentucky Fried Chicken, I, I think that's mostly them making a statement, or it's going to be like, it'll just be at Burger King as well. They'll do mm-hmm. the chickenless chicken fries, and I, I think what this needs to, what this needs to do though, is <clears throat> it needs to make it so that all of these fried things that are non-meat products get fried in different places from right. all the other meat products. It, right. I, I hope that that. That is actually, what actually comes from this year, but we'll see. Yeah, actually, be a a meatless alternative versus, um, sure the inside is meatless, but then the outside tastes just like the rest of it because it was you know frying next to it. Uh, number two, a cut above. They say it's basically just braising things. Uh, have you ever braised something? No, but I bruised something. Okay, so no braising. You think braising will be will be hot this I don't year? Know. I, is it because it's more efficient, or because you lock in more flavor? Well, no. You you basically like sear it up real quick, and then you just get a bunch of you stick it in the oven, and it sits right. there for a long but time. You're, what, it's not. I mean, it's like a uh, I don't want to say waterless, but it's like a liquidless. Uh, stew almost right because you're putting all the ingredients in uh, and yeah. braising so you're getting you're getting a full flavor menage of of protein plus flavorings yieldy low and slow you know yeah, yeah. i think flavor i think that this could take off i think the then the step would be to find out how you could braise a turkey with like crazy flavors for thanksgiving <laughs> you right? just smoke it you smoke it for a long time it's fine i i think that like instapot stuff is really popular, obviously, still. Um, I don't know if a cooking method will become very popular, but... As a trend. Sl- yeah, slow cookers, you know, kind of kind of does a, a thing sort of like this. So Okay. We will see uh, number three, Pacific Rim Cuisine. Uh, uh, how is this a trend? Not, not sure. Mostly maybe the flavor, so like ocean meets forest. Uh, but here's the, here's the thing, Kyle. We live... In California, we live on the West Coast. That's true. Along the Pacific Cal- Rim, uh, California cuisine is is sort of just we baked already into have our... a lot of this. Yep, yep. Seaweed, lichen, oysters, berries. Yeah, a lot of a lot of just sort of zingy and. I suppose you know. it could be a trend that it mm-hmm. reaches the Midwest. Mm-hmm. But uh, just gonna just gonna say that yeah, not in on that one. I don't think seafood can really be that much of a trend i right. i think there are enough people who just aren't really into it um you know you know how i feel about long john silver so oh yeah i'm waiting i'm waiting for that to come back uh number four magic foods they oh say. yes abracadabra i'm not yeah. hungry anymore why just have a snack when you can eat collagen infused popcorn if i could do a spit take i would <laughs> Why just have a juice when you can drink an elixir that promises to improve your digestion and clear your mind? This sounds less like a trend and mm-hmm. more like uh, a, a ploy. <laughs> this sounds uh, bad, actually. Uh, yeah, it, de- it depends. It really depends. It's 
I think it is just mostly these companies glomming on to the idea of of sort of like you got to boost it, right? You know when you go into Jamba Juice and they're like, "You want to boost I think it's with just, that?" I think it's just Jamba now. Mm, whatever. It's Magic Juice at Jamba. They ask if you want to put the whatever shots in it, right? Protein or the uh, bananas, whatever. Uh huh. Steak. Um, <laughs> put the steak shot. You, in. <laughs> you can you banana can, smoothie, please. It should make it pretty good. It, it should make it more. I guess the idea is it's better for you, right? Whatever. <laughs> because food food on its own isn't good for you. <laughs> yes, I think that is. Yeah, that is the the fallacy here. Unfortunately, right. Um, I see it. I see it happening more with like popcorn's a good example and maybe juices as well but like popcorn provides almost no value it just sort of it's just a vessel for whatever it, flavoring you're yeah it just on disintegrates it. Yeah. so maybe maybe popcorn's flavored popcorn 2020 prediction i think that that's that's one i i will actually back okay number five get the scoop they say artisanal soft serve and non-dairy ice creams, frozen custards. This just isn't a, a, trend, a, a lot of That's already a, lot a thing. Of gourmet ice cream, Shake Shack frozen custard. But that's I don't I don't understand what they mean by trend because that stuff it it already exists. More restaurants doing more craft ice cream. That's what they're saying. Uh, uh, so like like nuts and stuff. Uh, I'd rather I'd rather not. Number six, noshing and grazing. For anyone who finds hosting a multi-course dinner party buzz-killingly stressful, this trend is for you. <laughs> hey, guess what? Never hosting a dinner party then. Don't don't make more than one thing, I guess, is what they're saying. So like, or, or, it's just sort of super easy things. So like dips with bread, platters of meatballs, skewers of shrimp, salads, Easy peasy things if you're entertaining. I feel like that's that's just someone who's done it a couple times and they're like, never again. Nope, not doing this again. Right, yeah. The trend is a lot of people had a lot of failures in 2019. I and they learned from their mistakes. Listen, if you're gonna invite me to to a get together, you can almost always guarantee I'm gonna show up with a three foot long baguette and a wheel of brie. And that's about it. Right. That's all you need. You don't even need a knife at that point. The, cr the crust is sharp enough. You, you dig right into that. That's right. All that cheese, all that cheese needs is time. Just well, a little, and, a little and melty. Some, yeah. Mm. And some time. Mm. Very well. No time. It's maybe a little bit of salt. I don't know. It depends. Number it seven. Depends. Conscious consumption. We saw some of this in 2019, I okay. think, with, with Starbucks sort of like changing their cups to the sippy kind. Oh, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Less straws. Also, California's ban on plastic straws. Right. Et cetera, et cetera. But uh, trying to go like zero waste, uh, charging you for bags, stuff like that. I feel like, uh, again, like you've said, California is sort of on the forefront of all of these things. Yeah, but it's hard. It's hard for me to see this as a trend because I've been living it for two years. I, I I think this goes 
goes U.S. wide, maybe maybe not global, okay. but I, I think we just have a, a specific. We have a very specific uh, flavor of what it looks like to be uh, conscientious to the environment from a, a quick service restaurant standpoint. And the fact that it's already in a disposable plastic cup is a problem in itself. Right. I, I, who, who cares if you put a straw in it or not? Um, I, I think there's just a lot more that could be done. And I don't know, maybe California will do a little bit more on, on that side, but we will see. Uh, number eight, the new mocktail. More Ugh. sort of like non-alcoholic drinks showing up, especially in January. I don't know if you've seen this on your, oh, your yes. Instagram feed. Yes. Uh, dry January. Boy, oh boy. People are like, Mm-mm, nope, just whatever this colorful drink looks like. I'll do that one or non-alc beer, which people seem to sort of be into now. Yeah, I've been doing uh, uh, what? what is it called? Something January. What is it again? Dry, dry January. Dry January. Yeah. Extreme, been, extremely moist January. Yes. I've been doing dry January uh, my whole life just because I don't uh, actually I do a lot of dry months. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's not necessarily uh, limited to January um, <laughs> by by choice. Uh-huh. Um, I don't I, I think that I, I think it's just something that people are uh, sure sure or you just don't have the taste for it right like you just you you decide like this is this is just something that i'm into i'm into not having alcohol right i don't I, need I, another i don't need a reason to get a non-alcoholic thing i don't need like ah uh, justification oh because i'm not drinking alcohol this month no if you if you like the flavor then get the thing anytime just don't overdo it i'd love to know what a shrub syrup is Shrub syrup. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it sounds like the green. gardener. It sounds like the gardener came over and just scraped the bottom of the like the, tilling machine, the lawnmower blade. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Gross. It's just it's just lawnmower juice. Oh, I know lawnmower juice. <laughs> Number nine, puffed. Oh, I, I, I am totally on this trend. You want to know why? Why? My one-year-old daughter eats a lot of puffs. Okay, so you think, you think, hmm. Do you think things will get more puffy or less puffy? I think things, I think more things will become puffy. More, more things become puffed. Like the, okay, in the, in the photo they have here are sort of like the veggie straw kind of things. If, ooh, ooh, if in 2020. 3D Doritos come back. <gasps> we'll know that number nine puffed was was here to stay. Totally. Cal- mm-hmm. Calling it next week at the Super Bowl. Boom. You think so? Nah, I don't know. A, a callback to to 3D Doritos. I mean, that would be pretty good. It we already pretty we, good. we've already we've already predicted. I mean, this episode is going to come out the Monday after the Super Bowl. Sorry, so. this week after. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we just watched we'll, it. Oh, that team we'll, was really good. <laughs> Uh, number 10, power balls. Um, no, no, you don't no. think so? They're like little, this can't little, possibly be a trend. <laughs> no mm, way. Ginger and turmeric energy balls. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yep. Matcha tea macaroons. PB and J. 
free bites, Wait, whatever these are. I did they call them? They really called them macaroons. They're macarons. There's two O's, so I don't know. Mac- macarons is one O. I have no idea. Okay, D- you definitely want to Google that one. Uh, macaroon. Okay, I see what they're saying. Yeah, macaroon is is a small biscuit or cookie typically made from ground almonds, coconut, or other nuts with sugar and sometimes flavorings, food coloring, glazed cherries, jam, or chocolate coating, or a combination of these and other ingredients. Um, they do kind of look like a puffed ball shape uh, with a flat bottom. I'm thinking of the macaron, which is the two uh, uh, like meringue cookie bits with the cream in the middle. Falcon macaron. <laughs> Oh, okay. I see you're typing it in already. Great. That's, awesome. Yep. I just had to put it in there. I have to say the words for to make it happen. So that's it. Uh, those are your, your top 10 trends of 2020, potentially. I'm, I'm uh, saying you'll see two of those at the end of the year. I, I, I kind of like the Powerballs one only because more ball-shaped food. I'm here for it. All the just... I can only me- grimace. Meatballs. That's it. That's kind of the yeah. That's sort of the that's the last one I thought of. <laughs> okay. What else could be? What if chicken Jumbo nuggets? Juice balls. Chicken nuggets are ball shaped now. Another dimension. We've added another dimension to a chicken nug. Wait, wait a second. That could be an interesting trend. It's not on the list though. Because the 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 McNugget you you've got kind of like this this two dimensional experience right. I mean, they, yes, they're 3D. <laughs> not they're really, not paper, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> what I'm saying is that they tend to be rather flat um, uh, in their uh, shaping. Yeah. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. if you were to have a chicken nugget ball, how do you coat it? I guess like anything else. Yeah, you dip it. You what do you dip, mean? You, oh, mm. you're saying that with like a regular McNugget, you get you get oh, a, a better wanna, a better vessel uh, of sauce, right? I wanna you know? I wanna I wanna play that. I wanna play this one so bad. Do mm, it. I, mm. <laughs> oh, I wanna do. I wanna play that one now too. I can't. I can't do it. I wow, can't. That's that's a, that's a strong will from Kyle. <laughs> uh, yes. Let's mm, let's move on. Uh, speaking of chicken nuggets, Wendy's. Wendy's is uh, savage here on on Twitter. Boy, are they! Uh, so Adam Finn sent sent a tweet to Wendy's and said, "At Wendy's, what would you call this?" And there's a photograph. And the photograph is a uh, a large black. Uh, it's a food truck. It's a food or a, an FBI surveillance van. Yeah. Well, it, yes, yes, and yes, uh, because I'm fairly certain that is a food truck. Um, from the looks of like, is that is that a an exhaust on the top or is that from the building behind it? it no, that's definitely that is definitely on the truck itself. All right, uh, then yeah, that's definitely a food truck. Wendy's then replies back to Adam, is it a garbage truck? By the way, there's a big golden arch. That's correct. Yeah, gold, you, 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 have to, you have to see this. It's in. Yeah. It's going to be in the show notes. Goodstuff.fm slash midnight snack slash three. That's good, though. That, that's, a, that's a good burn. Uh, yeah, this went around uh, a couple days ago. Very good tweet. Um, I'm... I know we talked about it a while ago, and this didn't, I guess, 
really happen because it was a different show. But now now we're back talking about <laughs> tweets from fast food brands. Um, do you think that they're all run by the same person? You think it's one guy who's and they just all controlling do, or, all of or, the social or at media? Least, at least one like Group. social media company that just handles all of them. Because the coordination and and just the McDonald's jumping on board after this, it, like it, it just felt, it felt so blah, like social someone media planted, marketing. Someone planted this, right? Yeah, you know, I I can see I can see where you're going with this. Um, there's there's definitely some evidence of like, oh, well, it's some it's a marketing group that runs all of their Twitter accounts, and it's run by you know this this third party company where it is technically a group of guys in the same office all running the accounts and they find ways to drum up controversy or they drum up, you know, just enough interest in, in something by attacking each other, like in quotes, attacking each other. Um, does this make you, does this make you want to eat both Wendy's and McDonald's? Yes. Is that really? Yeah. See, no one wins. We lose. We, the people lose in (laughs) this. I think the more likely, I think the more likely situation is they are simply, they are, you know, social media guys solely for each company. But over the last year, two years, three years, um, they have developed like a relation, like a working relationship where they can kind of tip each other off and, and coordinate a little bit, but it's all in good fun. Right. Yeah. Because yeah, guess, you know that, you so. know that the social media guy has to be under pressure from legal, like at every step, because they are the, besides the production companies that the, that the, um, that the restaurants, you know, hire up to make the commercials, the social media is, is the next like reach, right? It's the next uh, arm of the marketing for them. So yeah, yeah, but, but you're right. It is marketing, you know? Oh yeah. Any, uh, um, all all news, all press is good press. Sorry, for, sorry to break that down so uh, matter of factly, but uh, it is funny to see Wendy's call a McDonald's food truck a garbage truck. That is funny. Uh, it is. Yes. Yeah, I guess that that's all we're here for is the is the fun the funny bits from the Wendy's uh, and and McDonald's because we're gonna go eat their garbage anyway. That's so, right. They should make a here podcast. We are. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy's, if you're listening, we're here. I'm ready please uh, read the next one uh this 70 layer dip is now a guinness world record holder bush's layered 10 okay bush uh, the, the, the way that this is written is terrible bush layered 10 seven layer bean dips on top of each other to create this monster super bowl staple uh, when was the last time you had seven layer dip Probably last Super Bowl, to be honest. Probably oh, last God. Super Bowl. It is. I think it is one of the worst. This is, it's it's huge. Yes. It is so gigantic. It's, it's not like, oh, cool. They got, you know, uh, like a basketball size container. And, and that's what the bean. No, no. This is like a vat. This is if this is half a ton worth. If you've seen Guy Fieri's trash can nachos, imagine <laughs> that. But a literal actual human sized you put out at the curb when it is trash day trash can nachos right yeah like an actual drum an actual literal trash can bushes yeah Yeah. is it bushes 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 beans 
This Bush's is the best? this is this is the juice. This is the shrub juice. Oh, it's God. Bush's Bush's best <laughs> shrub juice. <sighs> um, so it's actually made from ten seven layer dips layered on top of one another. One another. Uh, the finished product features. Here we go. <clears throat> Gotta listen to these. Uh, it's actually gonna hurt my stomach if I read them all. 91 pounds of veggie dip, 145 pounds of Cuban dip, 118 pounds of caprese dip, 106 pounds of loaded baked potato dip, 100 pounds of buffalo dip, 98 pounds of Mediterranean dip, 126 pounds of fiesta dip, 119 pounds of spicy dip, 89 pounds of barbecue dip, and yes, 95 pounds of classic dip. It took it took okay. 19 people 227 individual hours to do this because all all you're doing is pouring cans of beans do into you, another okay, can. Okay. Right, 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 right. I get I 19 get. people. Give me a break. Yeah, they, well, you just want to put you you want to have that plaque on your wall that says that you made the world's most unsightly dip tube. Just just going to say right now. I'm I am willing to bet that this record could get broken by a fraternity this weekend. <laughs> like like in an instant. Once people know that this oh wait, you can get a record for that? Oh, we've been doing that for years. How and they mean, unveiled they a- unveiled their like <laughs> they're like uh like uh what are those big vats that make wine? Like <laughs> it's like four hundred tons of, of liquid that you can put in there and they've been making yeah, bean dip in right. there. Right, right, right. And it dispenses all at the bottom. So, okay. Now I need to know, really, like, we need to get into the nitty-gritty of this world record now. Did they did they get the world record for the most layers? Probably not, right? Because that that you'd want to make skinny and and long. I would say it's gotta be for the for the weight. Like the mass. Right? Yeah. The, like yeah, the, the the total the total dark matter mass of this bushes layers so dip so it, it's the the record is for the quote largest layer dip um the old so record large, was half uh, of this it was 540 pounds um and okay. and they went twice that yeah all right um but i think i think that if you were to have i think if they were to use dip i feel like by making it 70 layers what they really should have done is found a way to get one chip with all 70 layers. All that would have been down. the record. That would have been like, all right, we're at the Guinness world records. Hello. Uh, I see that you made a big vat of dip. Um, yes. I'm going to go throw yes. up later, Thank but you. first I need to test it. Um, let me see someone eat this all like oh, one no, chip, that, all 70. Sir, nope. Sorry, sir. This is, this is actually not meant for human consumption. It's, oh, cool. It's, um, did you wait? Wait, I thought 19 people were working on this. I'm only counting 18. Where did Frank go? He's in the dip. Oh no, Frank and Beans. Beans. <laughs> I don't like that. Uh, speaking of speaking of beans, no, I don't have it. Um, it, this is on the Food Network, and apparently, this also this is went my viral. Story. Cheese was used as a bookmark and it alarmed the internet. The University of Liverpool Library. Oh, a library. Put a tweet out a couple of days ago that says this is not a bookmark and it's a photograph of 
what would we would classically call paper cheese or mm-hmm. just sort of like a craft single, right? Like it's a it's plastic wrapped cheese product. Right. They they have to, I think actually craft can't call them paper like they can't actually consider them cheese. They have to say craft single. It has to be a separate product because there is no cheese relation. It's it doesn't look fresh. I'll say that. No. Like it it seems extremely old, but not to the it is a cheese product. And so, of <laughs> course, in this sort of vacuum sealed uh vessel that these sandwich cheese slices are usually kept, it is it looks still kind of orangey. Still looks like a like a cheese. I feel like I feel like this, if you if you sold it or you gave it to Banksy or something, like somebody would eat it, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, that would be another uh, world record. Eating eating the world's oldest cheese product, cheese slice, uh, or cheese craft slice. Single. Yeah. What what book? What without, book without perishing would this have been in? Do you think? <laughs> I think I think the the obvious answer is it was in a copy of the Guinness. Book of World Records. Okay. Yeah. Just old cheese. Um, but I can I really just quickly point out hmm. the fact that the the University of Liverpool Library tweeted out a, a picture of a, a paper cheese in, in the packaging. You know, it's not like it's out and about, it's not, you know, fresh out of the out of the package. But by just saying by having the picture of it without the book and saying this is not a bookmark, there that's technically the truth, right? That, that's not a bookmark that's cheese or that's a craft single so you're saying this is all implicit like I, we're 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 jumping the gun a bit it it really you you a lot of people i think connected the dots but it could be without warrant right you could ju- it could just be a library going that's not a bookmark that's it end of the <laughs> end of tweet right okay so, yeah i i, I don't think it's, i think this, it's hilarious but this is, it would have but it would have been like this is old cheese that's old cheese no that's old cheese. this is old cheese so i, I had this been just like a, a a new cheese i think we would not be feeling the way that we feel right now about this i yeah. i i'm kind of you know what i'm thinking maybe i will try this as a bookmark <laughs> Maybe this is my midnight wait, snack. Wait, oh, there you I'm go. Reading, I'm reading my book before I go to sleep. Got my night eggs. They're on the... <laughs> I forgot. They're on the, night, on the nightstand. Nightstand eggs. And, uh, and I'll, oh, I'm on page 87. Time to put the cheese inside. And then I close it. Is, do you think it's like a pressed rose situation too where yeah. it like dries out and becomes... Sort of like preserve, preserved cheese. <laughs> yes, definitely. It's got, the, it, it's got the rind. It's definitely a message left for another cheese lover. You can read the rind, and it's it's like half of a Harry Potter chapter. <laughs> yes, I think I think the obvious the obvious uh, uh, non like squishy because it's still it's still holding like a, a general shape. It's not like mushed out on the edges. Uh, means that it wasn't in it wasn't in a book for very long. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're you're right. probably right. Sorry, sorry yeah. to bur- burst your cheese bubble. <sighs> it's okay. Now, right. now I just gotta go gr- grill it. I guess put the yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would try it. I'm just look. 
uh, University of Liverpool Library. If you if you're looking for, I'll, I'll try it. I'm willing to help you out. Um, potatoes may be considered a fruit per the new proposed USDA school lunch rules. What is life? Uh, thank, thank you, Delish. I did sort of, uh, pre-show patreon.com slash good stuff. I did sort of not like your tweets very much, but this is kind of an important article, I think. Um, so the, the USDA is basically saying for breakfasts, potatoes can be substituted for fruit on, I guess, your average daily intake uh, in what is allotted through the USDA school lunch rules. Right. So, yeah, that, whatever rule that is. Um, yeah. <sighs> disappointment. Gotta say. Well, see, this is going to be important for you soon, right? Like, this is this is something where, like... Oh, no, she's not is, getting is school it, lunches. No way. Uh, well, you might not have that luxury, right? Like she's getting she is getting those those kale balls or whatever you were reading from that article. <laughs> <laughs> the year is 20. The year is 2027. Everything is balls. <laughs> someone someone mark that and play that for us in the year 2027 and go, oh, Kyle was right. Kale balls, Kale shrimp balls. balls, egg balls, dragon ballsy, dragon balls, <laughs> potato balls. No, definitely, balls. definitely, it's going to be more, more along the lines of uh, she gets like the everlasting gobstopper, right? <laughs> she just eats it from breakfast until she comes home. I mean, where's the yes? The and future then she turns of, into a giant blueberry. Like, what's happening? The future of like pill food or whatever, like when you when you watch cartoons from the 1960s where it's like, yeah, you just and you're done. And it's the food's in your body now. Uh, and also Soylent, I guess, because mm-hmm. that's that's a thing. Uh, I don't know. I, I think this is just it, it's surprising. And I think it brings back memories for for you and me of like having school lunches and school breakfasts and all that mm-hmm. provided. Um, yes. In fact, I, I think, you know. We may be uh, a bit more privileged and may not have to have uh, your children in the future. They can have their ball food and not the what's provided by the USDA and their public school, mm. but still kind of still kind of garbage that uh, you just throw taters. Now, in I, there. the one the one caveat that I will say I do agree with is that. I'm sure that the potato product, whatever their whatever the substitute is, keeps for a lot longer than those fruit and veggies do. Or whatever True. they're doing to treat those fruit and veggies to keep them lasting for so yep. long. Um, yep, yep, yep. the damage is is much less on the potato products. Well, the reason for that too is that what they're trying to do is reduce food waste, which I get. That that makes a lot of right. sense. But what you're doing is you're loading up a plastic tray, a styrofoam tray with a bunch of single use products and like it, it seems like it needs to be again, like we were talking about earlier, just a, a, a step beyond what they are doing right now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I remember using completely reusable cups and trays and all that kind of stuff. And it was when, never a when problem. we were, it was never a problem, but now, now we're, we are like fully well, in the, this image here is all single use and then it's got tater smileys right. and that's about it you know we we say oh it wasn't a problem to return the trays except that we probably never did it right and the janitors hated us 
Yeah, we just don't. We just <laughs> we don't just, know that. We, yeah, we were blind to their resentment. Yep. Yep. We now have a look at a brand new McDonald's product, which Wendy's probably would say is garbage, and also is right in line with the trends of 2020. That's right. McDonald's is selling popcorn caramel ice cream cones. It combines two trends that we talked about in <laughs> in the beginning of this show. <laughs> caramel popcorn soft serve. Wait Are a you, second. Would, would you would you eat this? Number okay, there's three things. Number one, of course I'd eat it. Mm-hmm. Number two, yeah. caramel. Yeah. Caramel. Number three, you don't call it popcorn caramel. You call it caramel popcorn. Falcon macaron caramel. I I'm I can't believe this. Why did did we grow up in the same house? Um, I also had influence from somebody who likes to enunciate and and recite words very clearly. Doesn't mean that you can add two syllables to caramel. (laughs) I do still say crayon instead of crayon. Okay, great. Perfect. (laughs) I don't eat them. On this food podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, this is available at McDonald's Singapore. And um, one dollar. Well, it's yeah, it's a dollar. But isn't that more than a regular cone? I love I love the color. Ooh. I love the fact that this is like corn flavored and popcorn-y. Um, someone, I'm ready for this. Someone Instagrammed it uh, says that. Oh, they got the Sunday version. So there's like hot fudge on it. That sounds weird. Well, see, corn is a very popular, uh, like ice cream flavor. Uh, just not at <laughs> at current uh, McDonald's here in the U.S. Mm-hmm. But corn ice cream is—I've had it before. It is great. Okay. It is fantastic. Uh, this person said it is creamier and not too sweet. So maybe, maybe by making it caramel popcorn, um, they've still, cut the, the sweetness maybe from being like a regular vanilla or a regular chocolate. Yeah. Still don't like this. <laughs> okay. The fact fine. that you're saying caramel, oh, but that's okay. fine. All right. It's all right. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 ready to go get some. Let's jump let's jump on a plane. Let's, 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 let's do go it. Get some, let's go get some. Let's go get some. Uh well we can also jump in a spaceship and then go up into space and delight ourselves on the first baked in space cookies. Baked at 325 in a zero G oven for two hours. Okay. Are these the first <sighs> space cookies? These are the first baked in space. Baked in space cookies. Baked in space cookies. Um, I saw this, I saw this story get shared by somebody uh, mm-hmm. at work actually this week. And let me actually just pull up what they said because I really wanted to respond, but it was super snark. The this comes from another um, outlet newser.com it says baking cookies in space takes surprisingly uh takes a surprisingly long time and then i wanted to say there's nothing surprising about baking something in space for the first time and finding out that it takes a long time well see they tried multiple times to to get it right so they they're, they're like the first it's, one that- <laughs> it's 325 for 12 minutes it's 325 for 12 minutes how could it take two hours yeah, yeah. They've just I been eating like, raw cookie dough this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fine. You know what? That's fine. Uh, 
they tried to bake it for 25 minutes at 300 degrees. It did not do anything. It com- completely underbaked. Probably oh. not cooked at all. Yeah. Uh, the, ne- the next two they tried. Also underdone. Uh, but the fourth cookie stayed in the oven for two hours. And they finally successfully made a, uh, a, a I guess, crispy cookie. What would What is the flavor of a space cookie? Well, from the photo, it looks... It looks I don't like know. a no, rock. I do, I do not. Wait, which one? The, from the photo here on the top. Yeah, right, yeah, in yeah. The blue square thing. Like a moon, like a moon rock. It looks like a moon rock. Actually, it looks, it looks like a cow pie from the moon. Like a chocolate moon rock. Oh, God. <laughs> Neil Armstrong's chocolate moon rock. <laughs> one small step for man. One little giant leap for man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> they, had to, they had to mute him for that part. Whoops. We lost signal, everybody on Earth. I mean, most definitely there are those up there, but these are the these are the cookies you can eat. <laughs> uh, now, the trick is bring it back and someone on Earth has to eat it, right? Has to eat it. Yeah. But still, tell me what the flavor is. I got to know what the flavor is. I don't know. Cosmic chocolate chip. You can't just change the name. Add the. Okay. What, what kinds of ingredients? Oh, let's take a look. Would be, would be from space. Um, I feel like you would. Okay. Does it have to be? Mm, mm, Cause you can't have like a chocolate. You can't, you can't make chocolate in space. I feel like <laughs> it needs to be things that you can only make in space. There's not a lot. I mean, they had a hard time making a cookie, Guile. <laughs> skin? Maybe skin? skin? A skin cookie? It's... <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to throw up. <laughs> Why are you saying they can grow skin in space? That doesn't make any sense, Guile. <laughs> I'm just thinking of things they have a lot of in a space. Lot of skin? <laughs> they do. Yeah, there's like people. extra crew members. Ah, just it comes off maybe. And oh my god! Accumu- uh, oxygen. They have a lot of o- it's an so oxygen they don't have cookie. A lot of it. Okay, it's fair. They don't want to use it up. Ah, <laughs> uh, fine. This cooks. This cookie is very airy. Hairy. <gasps> it's a hair cookie. It's a hair cookie. Yeah. All right. It is the same skin. color as that it's, woman's hair. <laughs> it's a skin and a hair cookie. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we saw that on an episode of Ah uh, Real Monsters. That's right. <sighs> Speaking of things that are mostly inedible, Taco Bell has boldly announced that they are bringing a new fry innovation to the world mm. and uh recently updated we we now know what it is okay available for a limited time starting january 30th buffalo chicken nacho fries now you're thinking probably and hi, hi i'm kenny i'm probably thinking that uh the chicken is in the fry right no wrong incorrect the chicken's on top of the fry and nachos they're nachos. Is it is it the shredded chicken? Like but in the their nacho fries, they call them nacho fries though, right? Because it's nacho seasoning, not chicken seasoning on the nacho fries. Right. Here I'm thinking 
Buffalo chicken is also a seasoning that goes on the outside of the fries. It's not the case. Oh, I see it's what you're saying. It's not the case. It is a shredded chicken put atop a nacho fry with other obvious, So it's nacho fries you know, with buffalo chicken versus uh, what you're thinking. And... Yeah. All right. So so I think I think what we're missing here is that um, you you had the the unique experience to be located next to um, kind of like the test Taco Bell, right? When you were living yeah. um, in uh, Irvine, mm-hmm. you no that longer have that luxury. Thus, we no longer have that luxury. Fair. Yeah. So it's the only reason you'd come and visit me if we're being honest, right? Not once when I visited you that would we go to the test Taco Bell. You never, you never took me there. It's my own secret. You can't have it. <laughs> hey, why don't you come down to SoCal for, you know, it's a six hour drive. Ah, no, no problem. We'll go to Taco Bell. We'll go to the test Taco Bell. I drive for six hours. I forget what I'm actually going to do there. Hey, Kyle, what are we, what are we, what are we doing this weekend? Yeah, I know. I don't, uh, I don't remember. Uh, nothing. So the the point of this story we do really is good that, impressions of each other. By the way, I don't right, know if right, right, else yeah, yeah, that. yeah. Uh, the point of the story we is sound that really dumb. I've tried <laughs> is that I've tried things that have uh, been previously sort of pre-announced and tried out at at this test Taco Bell, as you put it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just haven't had a chance to have this one. You are correct. Yes. So uh, someone says, spoiler alert, it's buffalo chicken. You'll be able to get it both as an order of fries and in a burrito. So it's hmm. like the rattlesnake and reaper ranch burritos from the last couple of years. So is it is it actually a, a seasoning or is think, it? So it's the buffalo seasoning on the shredded chicken, uh, but it's the same nacho seasoning on the fries. It's confusing. Are, are they running out of potatoes? Making, I think especially putting it in this bowl, this like nacho bowl that you get from Taco Bell. I think that's the wrong move. I think that you should get, you should get all the pieces individually so you can piece it together yourself. Um, I think putting it all together, although easier for them makes it a very mushy experience in the middle. Like Hmm. any nacho dish you get from Taco Bell. Hmm. And I just Hmm. don't like that. Yeah. I, mm, I'm not a fan of the fries. I think that's what it comes down to. Like, yeah, the seasoning's all right, but the texture, it's, mm, I don't know. Like, maybe coat them or, again in something or make them skinnier or. If the, if the burrito them. is the shredded chicken plus the nacho fry is all in the same package. Yeah. No, that's fine. That's Done. fine. I'm, I'm here for it. And I'm then, here for that. And then that. fire sauce. Lots of it. Lots of it. Fire sauce. And, and entire, an entire vat. Yeah. That's well. That's uh, the uh, that's the bean dip. All all is the shredded chicken layer, uh, natural fry layer, and then just the rest of the thousand pounds is all fire sauce. So what we found out today is that uh, we pronounce words differently, and Yay! some of them are food related. <laughs> well, fal- eat- falcon and falcon are unless you eat unless you eat that bird. Mm-hmm. Gonna eat. Gonna eat that bird. Uh, what is, uh, what, boy, what is, what's your midnight snack? What you got going on? I know you had a bunch of meat. You're going to have the meat sweats tonight. The meat sweats tonight. Uh, Mm -hmm. I gotta open that window. Uh, I didn't get to have my, uh, uh, mini tacos from Jack in the Box. Yeah, Yeah, I know. We heard about that. That's going to happen 
but I guess I have to have another midnight snack. So my midnight snack. I did have a caffeine Soylent last night. Last night. Last night. And I've been drinking these. That's that's why you were up until 2 a.m. tweeting about America's Funniest Home Videos. That's right. But it was mostly on the toilet. Um, so, so I and I also tweeted out earlier this week or last week, whenever this comes out, uh, that I was going to try a whole day of Soylent. I was going to see how I, how my body reacted. It was actually it actually wasn't that bad. I did four four bottles of Soylent. That what a, what a what a raving review! It actually wasn't that bad. But let me tell you what was Blah. bad. I do have I do have a con to that pro. Okay, All right, um, I drink the cafe mocha soylent, which is caffeine plus you know the regular soylent stuff. But I didn't find out how much caffeine was in it until I did the research later, uh, when my wife asked me, "Do you know how much caffeine is in those things?" Kind of like questioningly and accusingly. But she also didn't know the answer. So I said, I don't know, but let me look it up. And I thought, ha ha ha, it's going to be like, you know, a cup of coffee in each one of these or maybe two cups of coffee. Right. Each of these, uh, (laughs) each of these 14 ounce Soylents have 150 milligrams of caffeine. So the day that I had four of these, I had 600 milligrams of caffeine. (laughs) I don't think, I don't think I blinked that day. <laughs> so when I drank it last night for a midnight snack, it was I was I was wired. <laughs> um so you holy smokes. You you went you went over 200 milligrams of the of the daily healthy level of caffeine. Like that's that's the only safe level of caffeine. You went over an an entire th- Whoa, that's a lot. Yeah, it is you, a lot. Are you okay? I'm feel. I feel fine. I'm pretty sure I lost weight that day just by my molecules moving so much. I think it was jittering the whole day. And I burned a bunch of calories. Yeah, yeah. I that's... was on like super drive. <laughs> sure, that's a lot. So, well. What's your midnight snack? What's your midnight snack? Uh, mostly heartburn from a pepperoni pizza. Oh, wait, pizza from where? Uh, I got I got a pizza yesterday, and it was pepperoni. And then I woke up at two thirty in the morning, mostly screaming internally forever oh. because of the awful, awful burning sensation that was emanating from my core <laughs> you know that you know that movie the core yes. from from the early 2000s yes. yeah that one but for my body <laughs> okay okay I it was it. it was extremely bad i'm pretty sure they set off a, a series of nuclear warheads in that film to restart the planet's core what you're saying is you did that to yourself with pepperoni bingo <laughs>